Hello and welcome to the Willumman High School podcast, our very first episode. Now we've got a stockful podcast episode today, but just before we start, I'd like to thank the PNC and ITV for this grant that's made this entire podcast possible. And I'd also like to thank Mr. Walker for designing and building this incredible space that we're recording in. Mm -hmm. So make sure to check out our socials to see some pictures of this amazing space. Okay, in this episode today, we have an interview with Mr. Wright that gives you an insight on the lovely staff room. Uh, we also have a overview of a famous quote. And after that, we have a cover of Riptide by Vance Joy. So just before we get into that, let's just talk about what's happened the past week at Willumban. We had the HSC trial exams, which is just finished up. Uh, so congrats to everyone for those ones. We also had the cross country, which is a massive success. So thanks to everyone for participating in that. And I would like to give a special thank you to the Partridge family, our neighbours here at Wollumbin, for hosting the event on their lovely farm. A very big thanks to them. And also a big thanks to Mr. Lambert for organising the entire event and making sure it ran as smoothly as possible. Mm. Thank you, guys. But uh, we'll get straight into the interview with Mr. Wright. This is Staff Room. I'm Lily. And this is Maddie. We're here with Mr. Guy Wright, Principal of Wollumbin High School. I'd just like to say thank you for inviting me here today uh, to be part of this podcast. Um, it's a very, very impressive room and uh, I'm just so excited to be here and uh, have a chat with you today. Glad to have you here. Yeah. So how long have you been teaching? Okay, I've been teaching since uh, the late 70s. 1978 was my first year of teaching and uh, so I've been teaching for well over 40 or just over 40 years. And I'm still enjoying it and that's why I'm still in the job. Why did you become a principal? It's a pretty big question. Look, I've really enjoyed my whole career being in the classroom, being a teacher. Um, I've really enjoyed uh, working with young people and getting them to realise their full potential. In the classroom, you know, I can affect the education, you know, usually of 30 students in each class, seniors, you know, 24 students. And I've been fortunate enough to see a lot of those go on to have fantastic careers. So after being in the classroom for probably 30 years, I've spent 30 years in the classroom, um, I decided and getting towards the end of my career and I've had lots of opportunities to see great education across the globe, I just thought it would be really nice to end my career moving into a principal position where I... Um, then could influence the lives of uh, many, many more students. And uh, probably the last 10 years, that's been my passion. Um, and I've worked um, extensively to you know, create great people. So how many schools have you taught in the past? Okay, um, look, I've taught at a number, quite a number of schools. My first school was Mullumbimby High School. Uh, the second school I taught in Mount Druitt in, in Sydney at a school called Dunhevard. I spent about five years there. Um, I worked at probably one of the best schools in Sydney, Asquith Girls, for a number of years, and it was really interesting working at a girls' school. Uh, transferred from there and spent over 20 years at Kingscliff High School, which is a local school wow. from here. Yeah. And then I've gone to Bonnie Rig High School in, back in Sydney as a deputy principal when I decided that I wanted to move up from being a, a classroom teacher. And I've gone from there to spend eight years at uh, Woolgooga High School. And it's been really exciting coming this, this time into Wollumbin High School because it's just a fantastic school. Would you say Wollumbin is your favourite school? Well, <laughs> look, look, I, I tell you what, I'm just so impressed and I'm so excited by being here. 
And, uh, yeah, look, I would have to say lots of schools are doing great things. Well, London's doing a fantastic job here. The staff are outstanding. The students are excellent. And, look, I've got some friends who have come in who are educators in the time that I've been here. I've only been here for about 12 weeks now. And their comment is, wow, it's really calm. It's really, it's a great place to be and the school's got a fantastic feel about it like no other school. I noticed that on my first day here and I take my hat off to the previous principal, uh, Karen. Um, she's done a fantastic job here in creating a really great culture of learning and I just hope I can try and keep the ship the way that she's sort of set it up. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, really happy to be here. And what made you get into actual teaching? Was it something you wanted to do for a while? Well, like going back quite a few years now, um, when I finished school, uh, they I was offered a teaching scholarship uh, at Sydney University, and uh, where I could go and study economics, law, accounting, and then do an extra dip ed year to become a teacher. Um, it was a scholarship, and so I went went down that particular path to to gain that education. And um, from that point in time, my first school was Mullumbimby. And just going back to that point in time, I couldn't believe someone was paying me to walk along the beach. And <laughs> I, I just thought that was fantastic. And, uh, you know, from that point in time, you know, I worked with some very experienced staff and they taught me all the ins and outs of teaching. And then I went back to Mount, the Mount Druitt schools where probably being a third year out teacher, I was probably one of the most experienced staff in that place. And uh, from that point in time, just, just the building relationships and just... You know, being around positive people and, and seeing students realise their potential is really what's kept me going. Um, yeah. So what are some of your biggest achievements? Well, that's, uh, that's a pretty tough question. <laughs> uh, look, um, if I looked at it from a teaching perspective, I've been pretty fortunate to teach some uh, good students. You know, I've been fortunate enough to teach some really good kids in that space. Um, probably moving on to my last school... Uh, we had a we had a um, student there, cerebral palsy student, and I've been able to map his pathway. He's nonverbal. Map a pathway for him. He's currently been at the school for four years. He's in year eleven now, and the board of studies are going to we've sort of set up a pathway so that he can finish his HSC and then also working with Southern Cross University, map the pathway for him into into university. He's been on Catalyst, Riley Saban is his name, have a Google of that, he's just an impressive young man wow. and, and it goes back to that whole scenario of, you know, I'm, I, I really love teaching, love kids and I'd like them to, every student to realise their full potential in life. And our final question that we have for you is, do you feel you have adjusted well into Willamette High School? Yeah, oh, look, I love being here. It's, it's a really good look just coming in every morning and just seeing Mount Warning out the back, uh, just coming in and seeing. And, and most of the students, you walk through the playground and they're all saying, hello, sir, how are you? And it's just a really friendly place to be. Um, look, the staff here are fantastic, uh, the office staff as well. Uh, but above all, it's just the, the, the students have really uh, engaged and made me feel so welcome here. And I want to give back as much as I can to uh, the education and the outcomes for every student at this school. Well, thank you for being here on the Willamette High School podcast with us today. Thank you so much. That was Mr. I. This was Staff Room and we'll see you next week with another staff member. All right, that was a very insightful interview with Mr. Wright. Thanks, Lily and Maddie, for that. 
And up next, we have a dissection of a quote done by Julia, Emily, and Melody. This is Words of Wisdom with Melody, Emily, and Julia. And today we are discussing the quote, Love is something eternal. The aspect may change, but not the essence, by Vincent van Gogh. Now, we all know Vincent van Gogh is a very famous artist who died quite a while ago now. But he did some very famous artworks, which include... Starry, Starry Night, The Sunflowers, more that I can't exactly remember, but... Yeah. yeah, and he, throughout his life, suffered from depression, anxiety, so we can probably see a bit of this coming through here in the quote. Yeah. Now, what do we think that the quote means? I mean, love is something eternal, but that's pretty self-explanatory. But the aspect, the aspect may change. I think that means, like, different. it can come... Well, love comes in many different shapes, forms, sizes, etc. For me, it refers to how it's expressed. Yeah, but not the essence. So so th- underneath it all, it's still the same. Like everyone's love comes in different forms, but yeah. the basis is the same. So quite literally, love is love. Yeah. What do you think this means to you, Melody? Honestly, I don't agree with it. It's not always eternal. I think personally with me, I do agree with it to some extent. Honestly, I don't have that much experience, but <laughs> I do think that love is something that does last. Like, it's, it stays with you long after it's gone. To me, it means that it's eternal. It'll change. So you might love, say, a pet or the, another person. But underneath, it's it's just it's the same thing. It's love. I think applying this to everyday life, I would try to remember that everybody loves in different ways. Yeah, which is coming out of how it's shown and how it how it's expressed again. So, like, some people could definitely show it in ways that is not obvious to other people at all, and then some people, some it's completely s- obvious. Yeah, some people say it, some people show it through actions, like buying you things or taking you places, and some people will just, yeah, spit it out. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, what about you, Emily? Do you think this has ever applied to you as an example in your life? What's an example of it? I think my cat, my previous cat, yeah, Ginge, he died a while ago, but even though he's even though he's gone, I I, I still love him cuz yeah. he was the first cat that I ever had and yeah, he's, he's he's still in my heart. What about you, Melody? For me, I think the essence part of it, I think it might be a certain thing that you love, maybe such as a hobby, like reading. You might always have the love of reading, but the book will always change. Yeah, like returning to Vincent van Gogh, like he loved his artwork. He liked creating things. Yeah, and expressing it. Love is something eternal. The aspect may change, but not the essence. Think about it. What does it mean to you? That was a truly insightful look at that quote. Thank you very much, Julia, Emily and Melody. Left us with a lot to think about. But upcoming at Wollumbin, we have the year 12s busy studying for their exams. Same with the year 11s with exams coming up this term, in fact. Uh, to you, Ari. All right. Thank you, Ethan. Well, that was our first episode. Congrats, everyone. And thanks so much for listening in. I'd once again like to thank Mr. Walker, the PNC and ITV for sponsoring and creating this. Uh, but just to send us off for our very first episode, I'd like to introduce a cover of Riptide by Vance Joy with Sam and Jen. Thank you.